Hello pilgrims and travelers, I guess good morning, pilgrims and travelers on the funny path of life. Sorry, my uh, noise reduction headset somehow did not charge the earbuds when I put them in. I guess I must not have put them in quite right. So I'm wearing those other one. Anyway, leaving uh, Cordoba. <coughs> I left about an hour and a half before the usual time. So get up at five. Obviously, you know, 38K is uh, one of the longest days that I'll be doing, but it is a long day. So, <coughs> don't, don't really want to arrive like at six o'clock or, uh, or seven o'clock, actually, it could be, if I was still at nine. So, Anyway, my goal would be uh, around four. That'd be nice. I'll take that. Anyway, so so far arrows very well indicated. I even had to look much on my phone. I did at the beginning, but uh, it was well done. <laughs> Maybe I'm speaking too fast. Oh, okay, here we go. I said, now, we're seeing an X, because sometimes it will put you like a, so you have the <coughs> yellow arrows, which are the indication, and then sometime on the wrong path, they'll put you a, a yellow X. And right in front of that X, there was a path going to the right, and I'm going over a pedestrian bridge. Uh, looks like an old bridge, more than likely a Roman bridge. Anyhow. So, talked a little bit about my little stroll through Cordoba yesterday. And it was, it was quaint, you know, but the smell, there was this Diaz store when I got my groceries, the fish smell was, ugh, was quite nasty, quite pungent, which was weird. Throughout the store, that was unusual. Uh, I've never smelled that before. But, uh, you know, Though, you know, you have, I'm sure, for people who like history and architecture and, you know, anthropology and the like. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, I like that. I'm going right. All right. <coughs> and uh, so you have those things, but you know, it's very quickly either loaded with tourism, like a souvenir, and of course, a little bar restaurant, but things for tourists. <coughs> and then... Uh, it's a very concentrated and small area, and then you have a lot of rundown. It's, I don't know, cities, the way that I see them, or maybe it's more by those older cities, I personally find them problematic. You know, you have this weird blend of things. I don't know. Anyway, not a big city guy. But like I said, uh, Santiago, Santiago, Cordoba. Oh, you definitely liked Cordoba a lot more than Santiago. Uh, was surprisingly uh, pleasant, I must say. Anyhow, so chances of rain maybe today in the afternoon, possibly, but it's going to be in the 20s, so it's going to be a, a warm day, which more than likely mean even if I get wet, I won't be putting any extra layer on. It will be a refreshing rain, but we shall see. 
So, for the one of for some of you, you may not know, but uh, the French election happened on Sunday, and then you had uh, <laughs> the same choices as five years ago, French national election, presidential election, are every five years, used to be every seven years, but now it's every five years, and Emmanuel Macron, the incumbent president, won against uh, Marie Le Pen, who is kind of on a right slash extreme right spectrum. Her father was very, Jean-Marie Le Pen was very, very, he was a xenophobe, I mean, he was a, I don't know. So, I didn't win, but uh, it's going up in the polls, you know, and you had like about 30%, I think, of people who didn't vote for either. So very high abstention, which gives you an idea about the apathy, uh, which I think mirror closely you know, what happened in the U.S., you know, part of the reason for Trump being elected, you know, people being disillusioned. Uh, okay, I think, yeah, I think we the arrow. Anyway, but that, that was just uh, the intro piece. What I find interesting are politicians. You know, people who from my humble perspective, seems to be power-hungry. And I find that problematic, you know, that you have salespeople, you know, people who sell themselves, you know. You have all those strategies, you know, what to say, how to say it, to who say it, you know, when to say it. It's very, what I would call the artificial uh, process. But more troubling to me is that <clears throat> what you could yeah, honestly call uh, an impossible job to do, more than likely in the framework within which it's done now, because I do believe that there could be a way to to create transparency for <clears throat> us to actually have an honest view of it, to also be humbled by the fact that we understand so little, we know so little about, you know, political science, you know, geopolitics and all of those things. There are so many cogs involved in there. But that being said, you know, uh, I don't know, to create a platform where Maybe a realistic involvement of everyday citizens would make sense instead of the guy who's watching the news and thinks uh, he's an expert, you know, which is really amazing to me. People who talk as if they, they really knew what they were talking about. Anyhow, <laughs> but uh, I don't know why, I guess Gandhi is back in my mind, but uh, more of a symbol, more as a symbol this time, but uh, nonetheless, the idea of uh, those elected officials, to me, it would seem that it would make more sense that through observation by the community, those people would be elected. They would be chosen. They would not be the one trying to be chosen, but it would be an uh, indirect process. And almost like people would not want to do that. You know, I don't know. Obviously, the world is 
the way the world is, it had its own uh, understanding, which is way beyond me. But uh, I guess for me to play that game, it would have to be a different game altogether. Voting in this context to me makes no sense whatsoever. I don't remember exactly why I never got involved in the first place when I was very young. You know, I can't really speak of uh, as of Anthony in that context, but uh, <coughs> ah, actually, uh, must be the periphery or must be the interstate here, maybe. I'm not sure. But uh, we have officially left Cordoba. So I see fields <laughs> instead of building in asphalt. Anyhow, so yeah, it just it doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, I don't, I don't even understand what the, the fuss is about. You know, when it's the same old story. You know, corruption, power, power corrupts, and absolute power corrupts absolutely. I don't know if it was uh, Dante or I think, uh, you know, it doesn't matter. Uh, but yeah, I see nothing new. It's definitely part of the human societal fabric, one way to operate. I don't get it. But anyway, just a little fly just in case you were living in the rocks. Because it was kind of big, more so, I guess, if you're in Europe than the United States because of uh, the implication, the geopolitical implication, from my humble understanding of what's going on in Europe with the extreme right, you know, gaining leverage. And then with the, everything with the war in Ukraine, so the fragmentation and all of that stuff. So whatever little bit I can grab. Anyhow. But uh, <coughs> that's, uh, that's for that. <sighs> so yeah, today's going to be a warm day. I mean, I started with sh t-shirt and, and shorts. Felt a little cool, but not chilly. Living Florida. So we still have a few clouds hiding the sun. But it's gonna come through. That little sucker. It's gonna come through. Anyhow, so I had a place to myself last night, and actually there were three rooms in there. It was a very small, very small bathroom. Ah, there's my Camino. <coughs> very well, very well marked. Well, goodbye, you're doing a good job. And, uh, I don't know if you know who Sasha Baron Cohen, Baron Cohen is, the guy who did Borat. And there is a Showtime series called uh, Who is America? <laughs> oh man, crack me up. I tried to watch it before, but I couldn't find it. And then of course yesterday it just came to me and I have a couple of uh, web browsers that uh, work very well. And I was able to find it. And... Uh, yeah, crack me up. It's wonderful. Yeah, to laugh, to laugh really is wonderful. I know. 
enjoy that after having to go back to the store because I left my uh, my bathroom pot, my bathroom bag at the hotel yesterday. I think I left it on the door handle. <laughs> kind of basically was out of sight. Anyhow, and I, you know, I always check under the bed, check the drawer. But this one was, uh, I did something different, which I obviously, I guess I still don't know better. And uh, not a big deal because in my case, uh, my hair trimmer actually wasn't in there, which that would have been the biggest expense. But, you know, just uh, four or five things. So I ended up going back to get myself my supply. The only one thing I don't have is uh, is a soap case. Oh, shit. I didn't see if I go into the Chino to, uh, to try to get one. Anyway, I'll find one along the way. To keep my soap in, not to mess up the entire bag. Well, anyhow, so you know the, the town was buzzing and people in the street, beautiful late afternoon, and uh, yeah, I was glad to come back. I'm definitely flooded quite a bit, obviously. The convenience of a very good internet pretty much wherever I've been I have to say Spain uh, so far anyway the one that I've been to very very nice well very well the internet so enjoyed I finished the series about uh, Elizabeth Holmes and Theranos and uh, <coughs> I think I was a little disappointed in terms of uh, uh, how she was portrayed or kind of where the focus was at and uh, I definitely could sense some political correctness like about, uh, you know, Henry Kissinger was involved, General Mattis, I mean, some, you have some big shots. George Schultz was the only one that was kind of touched a little bit on, but the others obviously had to because it was important. <laughs> that would have been a hard one not to use. But anyway, I don't know. I just felt uh, they really want to crucify her, uh, make her into some kind of uh, possibly uh, artistic person, kind of. Uh, anyhow, instead of a mix of a byproduct of a culture and you know with greed and power, competition fearlessness, all of those things, you know, fake it until you make it, that's so part of the fabric, uh, for sure, in America. And, uh, yeah, I felt it was a little unjust toward her. And again, I don't know her. It was just my, uh, my gut feeling. Wah, wah, wah. So I'm uh, gaining elevation, so I'm looking at this uh, uh, big turd that is uh, <laughs> uh, Cordoba. But I guess, yeah, not bad. Uh, I mean, even though Coruña had, uh, had the ocean, but actually, and I think it was bigger than that too, 
but uh, yeah, not bad. Not bad, Cordoba. Maybe my uh, Spanish Vancouver, you know, that I enjoyed. Very, very few cities in the U.S. that I enjoyed. Well, I guess Vancouver is Canada, <laughs> so it's not the U.S. Anyway, British Columbia. Anywho, uh, so the pack is heavier today. I have more food. I have uh, more liquid. Obviously, it's a, it's gonna be a long day. So, and then, oh yeah, yeah, I'm actually gonna call them. I'm gonna try. To, I'm gonna call Vallarta, and I'm gonna see if I can uh, get a hold of somebody to to have access. So I don't know if it's good. I have to deal with uh, the city hall. And possibly with the police because the city hall is only open so many hours, and then the local police is uh, who you end up having to talk to uh, to get the key. So we'll see. But I'm going there. You know, it'll work out uh, one way or the other. I talked to uh, talk to Alex yesterday called me, I guess, very early for him. Uh, we talked to each other for a while. Oh, I did mention that yesterday, that's right, because of uh, the comment about South River Miso. And then, uh, yeah, that's kind of being in a, in a, in a, in a, in a, it's in the background, it's on the back burner. Interesting. Obviously, it's not a, like a reality, it's not even a possibility, but it's a, uh, it's a seed, it's a little seed that wasn't there before. Even though I've been there, very like the place, but I wasn't even thinking about it, but, uh, you know, talking to Alex, and he's kind of an, uh, he's, uh, what do you call it? Uh, kind of an utopian kind of a person, kind of a romantic. And so, you know, I'm not, not, I'm not fooling myself by what I'm hearing, you know, and of course it's his perspective, but it does sound a little lofty, and of course he's in his uh, first week. But when all of that, all of those factors are taken into account, it does sound interesting, you know, in terms of a lifestyle. You know, him. It's a very small company. You know, they're like nine people or so, and uh, you know, people who've been there ten, twenty, twenty-five years. And uh, so I think the culture is different. Of course, the area, you know, it's in the country. It's a beautiful area, beautiful pastoral uh, area in uh, Massachusetts. Uh, I guess it, I think it's from the Berkshires. It's a little more northeast, if I'm not mistaken. I don't remember the name of the nearest town. I guess we're talking about 2013 when I went there. But, uh, yeah, it seems like a very, very simple place. Very, very basic. And uh, it does interest me. So, uh, in a way, that was kind of like a slap in the face, you know, because talking about the U.S. and, uh, you know, how when I left, I was like, you know, Unless something had to do with uh, either Glinda calling me because she was very sick 
and she wanted me to come cook for her. Or some people who knew of me or heard about me from somebody else contacted me to come cook for them because they were sick. That would have uh, potentially been the only the only reason. <coughs> Anyhow, wow, yeah, not bad. It took me 40 minutes, I guess, from uh, yeah, pretty close to the center of town to to slash uh, uh, northeast, and then uh, being away from uh, the frying pan of Andalusia. Of Spain, actually. Anyhow. Anywho, I think... Uh, is there anything else that came up? There was another thought, but I can't locate it right now. So maybe I'll add another piece later, if it comes up. But anywho, let's see how today... Let's see how today goes. Yeah? Let's see our weather. Strong distance. I'm definitely mindful that, uh, yeah, it is going to be uh, more than actually about a 10 hour. So, nine or 10 hours. So, I left at 7 30. So, I'm thinking oh, between 4 30 and 5 30 would be my, uh, my, uh, my ETA. So we'll see how many breaks I end up taking. And uh, if, I, if that thought came up, then I will uh, be happy to let you on it. All right? Love you all. Have a beautiful one. And talk to you later. Well, oh, hello, pilgrims and travelers. It is now 3.38, so I'm a little baffled because it doesn't make sense that I would be here so early. Uh, it's been an interesting day. Uh, I was aware of mind games. Uh, it is definitely, definitely interesting um, you know, I mean, it's what, 3.49, I started at uh, 7.30, so that's like 8 hours. Took one break, not even that long, just to eat some, and then I kept going. And uh, I started to hear, you know, something about being tired, or the pack being heavy, or, you know, being bothered, or whatever, my shoulder. Or... And then, right away, the other voice was like, well, that's not really true. I mean, yeah, the you know, the pack weighs, but it's okay. You know, my, my shoulders, are, I wiggle from time to time, but it's like, but they're okay, my hips are fine. Uh, my legs are definitely fine. Uh, definitely, it's been some up and down today, but I'm like, man, my lungs, are, my lungs are fine. So I'm like, yeah, I'm doing okay. I'm doing fine. It's a beautiful day. You know, it's actually getting overcast now. I guess the uh, chances of rain. And uh, uh, when I went past uh, Cerro Mariano, Mariana, I forgot Moreno. I forgot the name of it. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, there was a big uh, military base on both sides of the street with a bunch of tanks. Anyway, just the first time I see that in Spain. And then on the outskirts of that, which is really weird, it's so unlike me. I normally would look for a tree, you know, a nice tree. 
something uh, that would be pleasant and I'd be like yeah I'm gonna stop here and eat here but I there was a, a, a bike and a walking and a bike path the whole length of the town and on the outskirt of the town as well and I just stopped right there in sun I mean no no shelter no bench nothing and then got my uh, I made some lentils and some pasta with some mushroom and some hummus and tomato sauce and green beans wonderful and then i basically ate some of that ate some uh, nutella toast and then i finished not too long after my last orange and it was early normally it's definitely not typical because i normally try to get about two thirds of the, um, of the camino done because i feel it's kind of like a mind booster that to stop for a long period of time too early in the game it feels like self-defeating and I still kind of believe that you know to kind of uh, push oneself when you have a kind of a longer day you know to kind of yeah to push oneself because if you drop the ball very early on it could be it could become a self-fulfilling prophecy but in this case you know it was like it must have been 11 o'clock when I started when I stopped and uh, even I was not even that hungry, but anywho, I stopped and I ate, and I haven't stopped since. Uh, yeah, rolling hills. I got into a bar to get some water, and uh, met a couple of Dutch people, cute fellows, older fellows, who are coming here. We'll see where if we maybe we end up seeing each other again or not. I don't know. Well, obviously if they're not staying where I'm staying. That's not going to be the case. And then here is a cherry on top of the cake. So I arrive in a town and then there is basically the safe way where most people go. Where you go away from the... It's a national road. It's a 432. I think it's still that. Maybe it's not actually. Maybe a local. Doesn't matter. But anywho, there's no shoulder. And I basically chose to stay on the road instead of taking the path, which I saw like a few seconds after uh, engaging it. Because I was like, yeah, this doesn't look safe. It doesn't look like they would guide pilgrim there. And then I saw there was a very nice pathway, parallel, few feet, few feet to um, to the left. But I was like, okay, I'll stay here. And then there is this. Uh, hola, hola. Oh, uh, you are Blake on Juan. Sí, sí. Dentro de dos días. Ciao. And uh, there's a cute, cute fellow asked me, I guess, uh, wanting to be helpful. Very nice. And um, when I called this morning, I guess I didn't mention that, but I ended up calling. And then, f- fair enough, it was a city hall that I reached. So the morning is really the best time to get a hold of them. And then I talked to the lady and then she was like, well, let me give you the name and number because you're going to arrive later. So let me give you that name. So you'll be able to open the place for you. And uh, I was pretty close to call the guy, actually, because I was entering the town, and it's a small town, so it was going to be very quick. And there was this blue Cleo that pulled over a window down, and the guy is like, are you Antonio? Which I told her Antonio, because it's just easier for some Spanish people, Antonio, than Anthony. Anthony. And there this guy's pulling out, say, I got an errand to make, and then... uh, uh, I'll be right back. So it was like, it felt very nice. 
Anyway, it was just weird, just an organic moment. Anyhow, so I am, yeah, I mean, I don't know, it's definitely according to the freaking GPS and stuff. According, I actually did, I used my uh, uh, US, um, okay, what do you call it, USGS? Is that what it's called in uh, topographic map in, um, in the US? I think it's USGS. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But uh, I have a very nice app from Czechoslovakia, from the Czech Republic that I use. And it's pretty much uh, to the foot in terms of the path that I took. And it was like 38k. And then I looked at uh, Buen Camino and it's yeah, between 37 and 38. So it doesn't make sense because I didn't feel like a... I mean, it was good. Obviously, I'm not going, I'm not slow going, but still, I was thinking 4.30 was going to be the earliest. Anyhow, so, there you have it. I am here in uh, Bia Arta, Bia Arta. Small town, perched. Lots of hills around. It was actually very nice. Today was wooded. I uh, finally left the olive trees. So the landscape has changed completely. A bunch of rolling hills. There was a nice uh, park living uh, um, Cordoba with definitely some up and down off-road, loose rock. And it was very nice. Um, yeah, it was, was enjoyable. I was definitely, uh, you know, kind of a little bit anxious because 38 is definitely on the, on the high end of the spectrum, you know. Uh, I would say, you know, from uh, 25 to 35, that's well, actually from 30 to 35, that's a good day. 35 to 40, that's like, that's, uh, and then 40 to 45, that's, uh, you know, you're looking at like, well, I guess, I don't know, but normally it would be 10 or 11 hours. Anyway, go figure. So anyway, so I'm just chilling here while waiting for Mr. Juan to come and uh, give me the access and actually... Oh, yeah, I can feel my shoulders. All right. I am not sure if that's accurate, but uh, so the city of uh, Villarta is uh, who's running the place. Organismo responsable, Diputación de Córdoba, nombre del proyecto Caminos Jacobeos del Oeste Peninsular Mobiliario y Equipamiento Casa del Pelegrino de Villarte. And he says... It opened the 14th of February 2022. So <laughs> it's going to be nice. It sounds like it's going to be nice. Anyhow, so, oh, and here is Juan. So I'll let you go and then we'll talk to you later. Bye bye. Well, here is a nighty night uh, edition. I'm tucked in bed. Uh, Oh, in a very nice bed, actually. This albergue opened in uh, February this year, anyhow. So they actually have a wooden bunk bed, which is not typical. Normally they're metal. Anywho, they have three rooms with uh, so it's decent-sized house with only, I guess, eight or so bed. And there are four of us. Um, there was actually a group of five people arrive later but uh, they had to keep going because <laughs> they, there was no room here crazy <laughs> in april anyhow so wanted to tell you about my dinner it was interesting 
So I went to the local store after inquiring as to what was left here. So they had a kitchen. Though the stove, we weren't able to make it work. But they had a microwave. And you can do a lot of damage with microwave. I'm learning. I'm really appreciating them. So anywho, they had some kind of like a vermicelli, which is like, you know, very fine pasta. I forgot what you call that. Uh, um, you can make a soup out of it. And... Uh, so they had a, some people had left some. There was some like olives in a bowl, and then there was a yogurt, and uh, some tea bags. So I brewed some tea for tomorrow for my water, and then I got about an onion, about carrot, about uh, a can of pisto, which is like tomato with like zucchini and other things. So it's very chunky and tomatoey. And then I basically uh, slice the carrot very thin, and then the onion, and then with the water to boil, and then I added uh, that uh, those kind of like look like couscous, but it's not couscous. It just it takes longer to cook. Couscous is ridiculously quick to cook, and so I didn't eat actually much of that. And I bought some creme caramel. They didn't have any rice pudding there, and oh, I got some pear, very good one. I had one of those big two. Very, very good pair. So I got one for tomorrow. Uh, I chose that actually instead of orange somehow. But uh, very good. And so, yeah, actually. Oh, and I had some uh, some kind of like a cereal, kind of a, a kind of like a crunchy kind of a blend of cereal. And I had some of that. Actually, I didn't eat too much dinner. Oh, but I was also eating the leftover lentils and uh, pasta because I didn't stop for lunch. I had like a kind of a weird uh, snack late morning. But anyhow, neither here nor there. So I met uh, Antonio, Andoni, apparently in uh, in the Basque country. That's how they call his name, Andoni. And then we had a very nice candid exchange. 70-year-old man, retired, and then just... Uh, yeah, doing some walking around, and a couple of uh, the guy, the guys from Holland that I passed on Camino, that uh, finally arrived here. But those guys are not on the Camino per se. They actually are making a loop. One of them has a house uh, near Granada in the mountain, so they're just uh, making their own hiking trip out of it. <clears throat> Definitely tired. Uh, I guess the body overall feel good. My hips definitely are feeling the pressure from the hip belt on. And the shoulders are not bad actually. But then again, I had most of my weight on my hips because of the hip belt. So uh, obviously having uh, about a over eight hours with the pack on will do that to you. I didn't realize, but tomorrow it's a 35k also. And this one is because there is no nothing in between, so it's kind of a. That's more likely why I had it chosen. Well, obviously it is why it's that way. So. Two strong days and the chance of thunderstorm. It looks like in the afternoon, didn't rain here today, so. That was nice. Turned out to be a very nice afternoon. Kind of a warm late morning. And I'm fading. It's not 10 o'clock yet. 
but I'm still getting up at five, so I'm in bed and then uh, hopefully gonna fade into oblivion. But wanted to send the last note. Anyway, I enjoyed my uh, exchange with Anthony. It was very very nice. I was uh, I teased a lot, which I don't always do. So I guess I felt comfortable or whatever whatever it is that whatever that condition is that has to take place for me to kind of open up and be just uh, yeah just very on the fly kind of a person. I did feel the need to explain to him that I want to make sure that he understood that me kidding is really not making fun of him. It's kind of a way to connect. So uh, I remember with Urban there was misunderstanding about that. Um, not everybody is definitely on the same wavelength when it comes to my sense of humor. So I can't take it for granted and even more so when I meet a, a stranger. Anywho. So it was nice. Also chatted with the guys from uh, Netherlands, both teaching one at the university, I don't know the other one, inorganic chemistry, and the other one, uh, shit, what did you do? Some kind of chemistry, I think, too. I don't remember. Anyway, mat, 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 anyway, I don't remember. So guys in their 70s, friends for like 55 years, and uh, sharing time together and sharing this trip. You know, my first, uh, I guess, real exchange. Week one, finishing week one on the Camino. And uh, <laughs> glad that I'm by myself. I have a feeling my neighbors, my uh, those older uh, Holland guys might be snorers, so it wouldn't surprise me. But uh, I guess that's part of the Camino. You know, sometimes you have a hellacious night, but uh, I guess at least you are in a sheltered place and you're laying down and your body's resting <sighs> though your mind is not that fresh and not that fresh the next day anywho so this is anthony and then wishing you all uh, good night and then we'll talk later <laughs>